El futuro tiene nada más que la confrontación. Hey, welcome to Unpopular Opinion. I'm your host, Adam Todd Brown. I used to write a bunch of weekly columns for a bunch of internet places, and I would use those columns to put forth all sorts of crazy opinions. Then I would come on this show to defend those opinions. But now I don't do any of that at all. Joining me today, she is my co-host on the fantastic podcast, Conspiracy the Show, which you can hear right here on this damn network, anywhere podcasts are downloaded. Ladies and gentlemen, Olivia Hydar. Also joining me, he is my co-host on this podcast. He's also the co-host of Tom and Jeff Watch Batman. No idea what that show is about. And another podcast called Sideshow Sideshow. He's the host of that one. Ladies and gentlemen, Jeff May. It's going to be a great show. Everybody, welcome to Unpopular Opinion. Jeff, stop it. No. Jeff's mouthing all of the words I say, which I understand because I say all the <laughs> cool stuff and Jeff says all the dumb stuff. So, of course, he's going to want to mouth the words I'm saying. Anyway, I'm Adam Todd Brown. I'm your host. Joining me as co host this week, my second favorite co host of all, Jeff May. Well, oh, what second? That's rude. Don't be rude. Well, my first is no co host. I say that every time you're not here <laughs> that my favorite oh. co host is no co host. That's very cruel. But among co-hosts, <laughs> you're number one. You're actually the only co-host, so you're number one. I appreciate and respect that. Jeff, how's and it I going? I also appreciate and respect how, how you don't even like sports, which is a thing about you. Yeah, you, you don't even like sports. By the way, everyone, you don't even like sports is back. Yeah, we are. On the on the Patreon, we're dropping bone sods right now. Yeah. We'll who doesn't even like sports? S- Jeff uh, you, actually doesn't uh, okay. even Adam, like sports. Okay. Adam yeah. Todd Brown doesn't cool. even like sports. Ask Andre Dawson. He knows. Renowned sports fan, though, Olivia Hydar <laughs> yes, that, is joining us today. That, just what I've known for is liking sports. <laughs> there are so many people listening to this right now who are like, fuck, they're not going to talk about sports. I know, every time. Every time. Please don't. <laughs> but we're not. We're actually not. No. Olivia, how's it going? You haven't been on a pod in a long time. I know, it's been a little bit. I'm doing good. You know, it's been a year. It's been a year. It sure has. It's really all there is. Like, it, you know, it's a lot, a lot of shit going on. Okay. Was it that bad, though? <laughs> Be honest. I mean, come we on. We all got like, to stay. On. Like, we get to work like, from home. Honestly, was it really that bad? Yeah. Wh- yeah. What's the worst thing that happened, honestly? <laughs> Name one. Name one. Yeah. Name one bad thing. No, okay. Two bad things. <laughs> There's so many bad things. <laughs> It's it's so crazy, and uh, as we record this, it has almost literally been one bad year because the year is mercifully wrapping up, and yeah. I'm sure 2021 <laughs> yeah. is just going to be smooth sailing, exactly. baby. Nothing nothing things bad in the upcoming future at all. Mm-mm. I like that things are getting better. Are it th- does. I like the there's a vaccine coming. Yeah. Trump lost. Like yeah. I'm going to get that vaccine and I'm going to just start going outside and drinking puddles and shit. <laughs> yeah. I'm, and people are like, that's not how yeah. that works. And I'm going to be like, I'm invincible. Yeah, I'm going to go rub my face all over a movie theater bathroom. It's going to be good. Yeah. 
I just can't wait to go back to not washing my hands. Like, <laughs> oh, remember that? Oh, remember oh, what? I, like, I used to just days. wash them in the shower. Like, I don't know why that's not sufficient. Hi, pee is wet and sterile. So, yeah. right, wow. right. And I trust my dick more than I trust your hands. Wow. So, who could argue with that? I don't think there that was sound logic anything there that anyone could argue with. <laughs> like, we all said really smart stuff there. So. We're talking about 2020. We've been talking about 2020 for about a month now. We did an episode about the best things that happened in 2020 because it legitimately wasn't all bad. Some things did happen. No, no. We got the coronavirus. That's cool. Yeah. We got a reason to stay home. Like, what else do we need? Exactly. Harvey Weinstein went to prison. There was that. That's true. Uh and you know, yeah, other good stuff. So that, I don't even remember. Yeah, so that was a really long episode. I'm guessing <laughs> Herman Cain died. That was cool. Yeah, that was yeah, Herman cool. Cain. Right. Herman Cain dying of COVID and still tweeting about how it's a hoax <laughs> is ultimately like probably one of the biggest like satire moments yeah. that really happened. Like one of the funniest things about this year is just how much this administration has been like buffoonish. Yeah, lately. Yeah. Oh like, yeah, it's like a Zucker. It's like a Zucker. Yeah, movie. they've always like, been stupid. Like, that's not real. Yeah, it's funny, but it's also killed hundreds oh, of yeah. thousands <laughs> of people. So yeah, that's yeah. what I said. It's funny. <laughs> so there's there's that too. It, it they, and they've always been stupid, but th- having them be stupid under an immense amount of pressure uh, ups it. Like they just they just collapse like a like a flan. Like watch, watching Rudy Giuliani trying to juggle one ball at a time <laughs> and failing miserably is is like I know that there are repercussions to everything, but like God, that's fucking yeah. funny, man. Yeah, like his his he had like one month period that started with the Borat thing <laughs> and just got hilariously ridiculous. Yeah. Like it was like that, and then there was the Four Seasons thing. Oh, that was, <laughs> was that was tremendous. That was yeah, really- those are those are all things we're going to remember yeah. about 2020. Mm-hmm. And that makes a decent segue into what we are talking about this week, which is the horrifying things that happened in 2020 that you probably won't even remember. No. This is weird. This, this year was so nuts. Like five years from now, you'll look back on these stories and go, oh, shit, that did happen in 2020. Huh? Yeah. But like there are things where like things we're not going to talk about because I think that people will always remember some things about 2020 coronavirus, obviously George Floyd murder, Breonna Taylor, black lives matter protest. Jeff, what do you want? Uh, tenant. (laughs) Yeah. Tenant. That was pretty good. I'm not going to pay money to watch tenant. Absolutely. On principle. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, yeah, they got to make money somehow. There were some bummer deaths. Kobe Bryant kind of kicked off the year. That was, that was sad, especially given like there was family involved. Like that yeah, was a that whole was... family halfway dying. I, I drive by his academy like every time I go into Zydro. Wow. Jeff killed Kobe Bryant. Oh my god! It's in like it's in Thousand Oaks. I drive by it all the time, and I'm like, oh yeah, oh oh oh. Yeah, Ruth Bader Ginsburg died. Yeah. I'm pretty sure we'll remember that. I was halfway worried that was going to be the thing that gave Trump the election. Sure. When it finally got to the Supreme Court, yeah, but same. didn't come to that. I was also uh, Chadwick Boseman died. Yeah, that was that one was that he, one was dark. Yeah, man. that's like, really like like we're just like he's dead, and also he had mega cancer. Yeah, he had cancer for like, years, uh, and yeah, that's it, that was that was really truly wild. Yeah, yeah, even when he was doing all that training for Black Panther, yeah, and like losing weight and regaining it for roles, like yeah. how do you even do that with cancer? Can't that's even imagine nuts. 
That's why he's rich. We're not. He was rich. <clears throat> he was very, very rich. Can't take it with you. Uh, <laughs> and Trump tried to do a coup. Yes. Like, we know that <laughs> that happened. And it went... A hilarious coup. <laughs> it went very, very badly. But here's the thing. It's only December 18th. Yeah. And there are hundreds of thousands of QAnon supporters out there in the world. So we might look back on this podcast as one of our defining moments of 2020 when we said, oh, Trump tried to do a coup and we all laughed. And then come January 21st, yeah. we're all sitting in the same labor camp like, fuck, yeah. Trump did that coup. coup. Yeah. I think if he were like 10% less stupid and if everyone around him was 10% less stupid, then that would have been a much larger threat. And like there was a very thin margin of stupidity that separated us from that actually happening listen as a lifelong cubs fan i know you don't call yourself the champs <laughs> until you got that trophy in your hand so i get it i get it it's a long shot yeah. but it is still a full month until uh, trump actually takes office so you just said whatever trump. we'll see we'll see you just said until trump <laughs> we'll takes office see. or until trump leaves office <laughs> takes office could go either way who knows yeah so we're not talking about any of that today. We're talking about the calamities and disasters and craziness that also happened in 2020 that even probably by the time you listen to this episode, some of it, you're going to be like, oh, fuck, that was yeah. 2020, wasn't it? Case in point, the Australian bushfires. Remember that? Hello, mate. Oh, look at it. My big yard's on fire. Man. Wow. There's a documentary on Hulu. Hulu has a documentary series called New York Times Presents that I think runs on FX or something. But they have an episode about these bushfires with a father and daughter who stayed behind mm -hmm. and tried to, like, fight the fire away to save their house. And they did. They were able to save their house. They're, like, they're the subjects of the documentary. That's good. But the footage is so scary. Yeah. Like, they're, they're in hell. Like, it's just fire and wind yeah. and animals freaking the fuck out. Nice. It's crazy. And and if we all know, Australian animals are not the group <laughs> that you want to be uh, unhinged at this yeah. moment. No. It's already a wild, like, insane place to be. Like, just on a normal day without fire everywhere. The, 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 um, there's that snapshot of, um, a dingo on a beach eating a dead shark while two <laughs> snakes are fucking in front of them. <laughs> and it's like the ultimate encapsulation of Australia. And there's that, and then it's whenever you see those um, those bull kangaroos, the alphas. Oh, yeah. They're all, With like, the, fucking shredded yeah, and jacked. Huge biceps. Like, there's that one where it's, it's like, going up uh, against that guy's, like, fucking window, and he just keeps, like, smashing up <laughs> against it. And the guy's like, look at the size of this guy. They look like bodybuilders. One One alpha kangaroo looks like a fucking yeah. bodybuilder, and they have, like, wolverine claws yeah. and shit. You're like, that's not a real animal. This is hell. This is a mouth of hell. It's a guy in a costume. And it makes sense that it would be on fire. I hope they survived. Me too. Because that's, that's like 34 people died. Yeah. And like lots of people were rendered homeless temporarily. Like lots of human casualties. But animals really took it. Yeah. When it came to this brush fire. Even in that documentary there's this woman who uh, a guy goes to save and she's like, I got to take these two sheep. And they're like, all right, fine. And they rescue these sheep. And then you find out later that she had a whole farm and like a lot of her sheep just burned and died. Jeez. And you see like 
images of the skeletons. And it's like, I don't know. Yeah. Like it's the animals. Like it's the animals that I really feel yeah. bad for. I always like, feel I always feel bad uh whenever you see like the people like on bikes and like koalas and the koalas oh, yeah. are all like exhausted and people are giving them water. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Koalas. Yeah, nearly 80% of Australians were affected either directly or indirectly Jeez. by the fire. By March 2020, the fires burned an estimated 46 million acres which is 72,000 square miles. At its peak, air quality dropped to hazardous levels in all southern and eastern states. Can you imagine that? Yeah. In the United States? like I mean, I mean, I can imagine that only because of where we are. <laughs> yeah. And what we've had to experience. Like, yeah. yes, I can I mean, imagine yeah, I, I suppose I, it, like, it's, yeah, it's imaginable, but holy shit, like. Because I know we're getting into more stuff here, but, like, it smelled like a barbecue for a month outside. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's what we're going to talk about next is the West Coast yeah. wildfires. But even then, that didn't like take an in like this was two coasts. Yeah. Like it was the south yeah. and yeah. the east. Yeah. And it's all one big prison and fire island. So <laughs> those all count as coasts. Yeah. yeah. And man, that apparently this happens every year in Australia, which just get out of there. Yeah, leave. Australia is the prime example of the strength of the human condition sure. <laughs> because you're like oh nobody should be yeah. here and you're like yeah but we're gonna be and it's like yeah but you should like nobody should be there they told they look at the animals they're telling you not they have a barrier <laughs> reef yeah to prevent people from coming on here and they're like oh look at this i'm gonna move around it <laughs> and then i'm gonna be right <laughs> this bushfire season was called black summer Jesus. because of all the damage uh, as of February 2020, it was estimated that the fires emitted around 830 million tons of CO2 into the atmosphere. So in that way, it's going to affect people, too. I'm sure that's fine. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's going to be poor people. That's who die of from course, global warming. Yeah. So. And hey, with all the rising coastlines, uh, you know, more beachfront property. It'll be nice. It'll be good. Yeah. Who hasn't wanted to live on beachfront property in <laughs> Hemet, California? Yeah. It's very inland, everybody. Go to a resort in Bakersfield. <laughs> that was a good. That was a good reference. <laughs> thank you, thank you. The Hammett Maystone like, is there. I, I believe, and and um, stop me if I'm wrong here, but there is a new Crocodile Dundee movie that came out this there year. There was. Thank God, finally. I believe, I believe it's called The Very Excellent Dundee. And who is Paul Hogan? Starring who? Paul Hogan, of course. He's not dead. Paul Hogan is in no, it. No, he's alone. You can't. Why would you ever argue if Paul Hogan was in a crocodile Dundee? Because I, I was sure Paul Hogan died. I didn't think he died, no. but I just figured he was. <laughs> I believe this was. Oh, I remember hearing about this was like a thing. It's barely a movie. It's like a thing that he made just to keep the rights to the name Crocodile Dundee. Well, I'll tell you what. Who was on board was Chevy Chase, John <laughs> Cleese. Olivia oh, yeah. Newton-John, Wayne Knight, and, and Reginald Vell Johnson. And they got yeah. so much else going on that it was really tough to get Chevy Chase and John Cleese. I mean, I'm sure those people are, like, probably busy. And it has a you know, hefty 18% on Rotten Tomatoes. So I didn't say it was a good movie. I said it was a movie. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Is it not as good as Crocodile Dundee in Los Angeles with the Mike Tyson cameo? I actually think it probably <laughs> isn't. <laughs> That's the that's the weird thing. I mean, that yeah, seems like it seems a low like bar. There's a good chance it's not. Yeah, but 
but uh, I don't. Th- I mean, don't think they. I mean, it. Crocodile Dundee in Los Angeles is an eleven percent in Rotten Tomatoes, oh, so y'all wow, can wow. fuck. Wow, I can't. Wow, fuck. I will go fuck. Did I see it in the theater? I sure did. Not the not you the, saw Crocodile one, but Dundee I would be. in Los Angeles in a theater. Yeah, man, I like the Crocodile Dundee movies. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm almost positive I would have seen it in theaters too. Yeah, because I like, loved Crocodile Dundee. I mean, but. Crocodile Dundee's one and two are fantastic sure, movies. And I was a child. I was a child. Why wouldn't I have gone to see it? Wouldn't two? Have, it you weren't a child. It was. It came out in like 2006. What? Crocodile Dundee yeah. 3? It came out in like 1999. Uh, okay. I'm pretty sure it was. 2001, a, yeah, I knew it was me. in the 2000s at least. I knew I was still five years old. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> Yes, no, that's the difference between 2006 I said it was and in the 2000s. I hate to break it to you. You literally said 2006. No, I mean, how, th- how thrilled do you think our Australian listeners are <laughs> about how our opening discussion of this podcast, which is about one of the biggest tragedies in Australian history, just devolves into yeah, us talking about Crocodile Dundee. Probably that is something that every fan should have They're expected. probably very thrilled because he's a national treasure. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. They. Oh, they're talking about him. You know. No bead priest. They're more offended no by Jeff's in... accent, honestly. No, oh, that's no, that's one hundred percent guaranteed. Yes. No, no such thing as bead priest. Now that's more New Zealand. Bead priss. Yeah, yeah. You sound like one of the flight no. of flight yeah, of the Concords exactly. guys. The Concords. Yeah. Sorry, my bead. Jeff, there, let me say something awful. Let's talk about West Coast wildfire. Okay. So Jeff will talk in his normal voice again. <laughs> All right. Hi, look at us. We're in Los Angeles because I'm Crocodile Dundee in Los Angeles. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, you see how I tie it all no, together? That's good. Oh, also, the, the primary cause of those Australian fires, lightning strikes, because Australia is yeah. very dry and it's very prone to fires. <laughs> and I bring that up for one reason, and that is because when all the West Coast wildfires started, one of the biggest of those, one that killed a firefighter, was started by... A gender reveal party. <laughs> of course it did. Uh, I love that. Yep. That's that's America. Our, uh, that is America. That is California in a nutshell. Our baby's gender. The El Dorado fire. Our baby's gender is death. <laughs> People that aren't Just famous should be allowed smoke. to accidentally start forest fires. Like Johnny Cash accidentally starting a forest fire. Yeah. I get that's it. That's cool. That's some, But like these dickheads. Yeah. No. They sh- that should be a crime. Screw them. You think they're not rich? I feel like they might be. They might be. be. Screw them, regardless. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they, I if feel they like are. they're assholes. Yeah. yeah. I don't think anyone, I don't think there were any, any criminal charges filed, which. They should be. I don't know. I don't know. A firefighter yeah. died. Yeah. Yeah, there should be. Yeah. We should you just. You know what? There were tr- criminal charges filed, though. The PC police. Wow. Wow. Who? Canceled. Right? Yeah. Because I did they, like. That family is canceled, just like the firefighter. Yeah. He did, he did get Well, not canceled. just like the firefighter, because he died. Yeah. And that, those families just like, we just wanted to assume our child's gender. Death is a form of cancellation. Of it is. Yeah. The ultimate yeah. form yeah. of cancellation, really. Cancel- well, yeah. besides having your Twitter account suspended. Well, no, that's something. the worst. I can't even yeah. imagine anything worse than that. I did like that in the wake of this fire, it inspired a bunch of 9-11 memes. <laughs> Where there was just like pink smoke coming out of the twin oh, towers, yeah. and it said it's a girl. <laughs> Anytime you can bring it back to nine eleven being yeah. funny, I am here for it's, it. It's always good. Yeah, but uh, yeah, these fires were crazy. I remember just like walking outside for a few weeks there, and it's just like I shouldn't be out here. Like I should be inside. 
Jeff was still running like a crazy well, person during that's when all I of this. Started, I started running in August. Yeah. So then when it's normal air, you, you like are way more acclimated to it. You're, you're doing a lot better. Yeah, it's, it's like lifting. It's like lifting weights in a high gravity yeah. area. Then you show it's like that. It's the John Carter. Yeah, of Mars. Well, you're theory. exactly like Goku, basically. I like that you've never smoked in your life, but you probably got the same amount of lung damage <laughs> all in one fell swoop in a week. L- let me tell you, it was like running through an Alabama barbecue. Yeah, you shouldn't have done it. I was going outside. No, honestly, it's bad like, for you. It's like here's the thing. Here's the thing. I wasn't. If I would go outside, and if it really smelled bad, I actually wouldn't run. Yeah. I would take the day off. That was. And then if I went outside, and if the fires were roaring, but I, I would take a deep breath. And if it wasn't like if I couldn't tell it was smoky at all, I would be like, all right, well, I guess I can the next 30 minutes are probably going to be safe. And that's what I did. Yeah, I think that's how testing air quality works. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't, like like I said, if it smelled like a fucking yeah. fireplace outside, I wasn't doing it. You smell like a fucking fireplace outside. Whoa. Oh, I'm a man. I'm a fucking man. I'm masculine. Damn. Right? I'm mask. <laughs> yeah, these these fires, like, it wasn't just California. It was Washington. It was Oregon. We had Unpops listeners who were like, hey, I'm surrounded by fire right now. It's like, thanks for listening. <laughs> Call us when you're on fire. Yeah, you're yeah. fucking Jesus. whiners. <laughs> yeah, we're all surrounded by it. Yeah. Oh, we're also surrounded by fire. <laughs> yes, I'm also yeah, surrounded yeah. by the ocean. Real special. But yeah. fire, too. But our ocean's on fire. Was... Where's Midnight Oil? We need a fucking song. Uh-huh. Yeah, in that Australian bushfire episode that's on Hulu, at one point, they have to, like, put the kids in the water because the fire is... <laughs> so close and these are like five and six year old kids who are like wait what you have to do what and they're like yeah you gotta get in that fire in case we all burn to death i mean if, if it gets hot enough that water heavy. will evaporate it'll it'll yeah it'll go away how can we sleep while the earth is turning how can we sleep while the beds are burning? Let's do it. I thought you guys were going to join in. I was not. Why did, I had no. Why would you think yeah. that? That is, <laughs> that is a classic. That is a classic song by Midnight Oil that was about the state of Australia in the 1980s, specifically about its treatment of Aboriginal uh, people. But also. No, we know fits, all that. But also fits very specifically into the specific no. thing we're talking about. But, no, no, I get Australia, all that. Actually. We, I get all we were hurt, talking yeah. about Australia a few minutes ago. Now we're talking about the West Coast. So Yeah. He brought it back. Okay. I'm sorry, but he brought it back. And that was you your opening fucking... to sing Beds Are Burning by Midnight Don't Oil. You dare police me on this one. <laughs> we are though. Yeah, we are. Sorry. It's the whole Canceled. thing. You just Canceled. got poli- You just got policed. Oh shit. Uh, Goddamn PC police are coming after me again. Woo-woo. Oh, how about the Beirut explosion? Oh, Remember man. that? That was so Ooh. weird. Oh, man. That that's was cr- like, that's bananas yeah. because we're like, oh, we all record stuff now. Yeah. So, so here's a sonic. Yeah, boom. that was wild. Yeah, it happened. This just happened in August. Uh, I have in the notes. This was fucking crazy, <laughs> man. And then I also have good note, Adam, in parentheses. This started with a roof fire at a warehouse near the port of Beirut and At around 6 p.m. on August 4th, there was a large initial explosion to go along with that fire, followed by a bunch of smaller explosions that people said sounded like fireworks going off. Then about 30 seconds later, there was a colossal explosion that sent a mushroom cloud into the sky and a supersonic blast wave into the city. 
That's fun. Yeah. That that blast wave is the yeah. thing that you wake when you see those videos and you see people get knocked over by that shit and you're like, man, it's huge. That is cool. Like you don't. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, like i understand it's tragic but also like man that was cool it's very looking. terrifying like you don't you often see the those aren't the kinds of explosions that you see uh recorded very often like that was like fully a mushroom cloud it was large enough to have that that's shape. for yeah that's like that that's like something from like robocop yeah 4. it was wild like that's something that you would expect to see in some like weird 80s movie where you're like oh shit they did yeah. that but instead, it happened to human people in Beirut. Really? Yeah, and the way it happened is insane because basically, if I remember the story correctly, they see, the government of Beirut seized a bunch of ammonium nitrate mm-hmm. at that port, and then they just stored it, and they should have either sold it or destroyed it by this point. But they just like left it in storage at a warehouse at this port, and not only did they keep it when they should have gotten rid of it but they improperly stored it and what happens when you improperly store ammonium nitrate like it looks like salt when you first get it but it turns into like one big solid rock yeah the more you just let it sit because moisture gets into it and the more it takes on that rock like shape the bigger that explosion is going to be so that's why the supersonic wave because they not only had it but they stored it improperly you got to put some rice in it, Adam. Yep. Yeah, there you Absorb go. the moisture. Yeah. You got to put rice in it. <laughs> like, if you have your ammonium nitrate shakers, you'll notice that at my place, we have little bits of grains of rice in there so the ammonium nitrate doesn't solidify. I'm sorry. Did you say ricin? Were you, you were saying you would prefer this was also a chemical weapon? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Mix that's a little ricin in there. That's a crazy that's a, stance, Jeff. I'm going to be honest. Yeah, but think about, think about the body count. Yeah, you are really walking the edge this episode. I'm edgy. What are you going to do, cancel me? Yes, we will. (laughs) I mean, we're triggered. Yeah, I'm triggered. Did I trigger you, Libs? You did. (laughs) Sorry, I believe in the Constitution. I'll be talking about this with my therapist. Uh, Yeah, man. 300,000 people rendered homeless. Damage estimates between 10 and $15 billion. More than 200 people. people killed. Yeah, that's fucking bananas, man. Yeah. A team from the University of Sheffield estimated that the explosion was the equivalent of 1,000 to 1,500 tons of TNT. This is a quote from Professor Andy Tyus. Whatever the precise charge size, this is unquestionably one of the largest non-nuclear explosions in history. Far bigger than any conventional weapon. Because, like... That's nuts. The the it's the all- smallest atomic bomb, like the one that they dropped on Hiroshima, was like I think two thousand tons or something like that around there. So we're talking about literally like a sl- a small step below nuclear, like expo- like right. power. I think it was like something like two hundred thousand. I think it was a little bit more than that. Uh, I think it was pretty intense, if I remember. Uh, like similar right. in that it's at the thousands of tons, but I think right. it might have been a little bit more right. than that. But it's still fucking intense, especially because this is a non-nuclear. Right. You know, with nuclear, that shit burns the fucking sky. Yeah. Um. You know, it is crazy though to me that it's like, of course, it's in fucking Beirut. Like Beirut just is just like every once in a while, they're like, and now things are exploding. Yeah, unfortunately. Uh, and so it sucks that that their government, through being fucking inept. <laughs> Caused this to happen, and a bit scary 
in the regards of like, oh, that probably could have happened in the past four years oh, yeah. here, huh? Oh, 100%. I think that's one of the scariest things about this. It's like, where yeah. else is yeah. shit like where, this happening? Yeah, because you can't ask, hey, where's our uh, ammonium nitrate? Because, right. you know, then then you get put on a list if you ask that <laughs> question. But uh, I was watching this. There's this uh, terrorism documentary series on Netflix called like videos called like one second to disaster or something like that. And they have there's this one part where they mention these two ingredients and how easy they are to mix into an explosive. And I feel like with how much reach the government has when it comes to like our search results and things, because the government doesn't need a search warrant to monitor your search results anymore. We gave that freedom away, which means the government's probably monitoring all search (laughs) results, like some Batman shit. And I feel like they put that in that show as like a honeypot thing <laughs> for people to be like, oh, well, I want to build one. Let me Google that. Yeah. And then the FBI's at your door the next day. Like we all weren't trying to make napalm after watching Fight Club. True. Yeah, maybe. I- but you didn't have to Google it. You just had to watch a sh- shitty overrated movie. <laughs> I feel like the, if you search for, they probably are just going to find you if you search for those two items regardless. Like, it, you know, right. like even if. But that's a so good way. That's how that's a honeypot. Though. Sure. That brings yeah. that brings the bad that's actors out. Right, right, right. Get a few more or it, so, it might water the pile. And so you get a bunch of people who aren't planning on doing anything. So if you're lonely <laughs> listeners, you want to visit from good old Uncle Sam. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Check out that documentary and then I'm Google those two. I'm ingredients. sure that'll be a nice conversation. Yeah, I mean, I'm you know, like I said, if you're lonely, yeah, like don't if, do it if you if, have if you're like, like people you know? really lonely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're talking like you're about ready to build. A yeah, like lonely. maybe you're gonna no no no, no, no don't do that. No, like actually, you no, no, wanna no, 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 do that. Take yourself out and maybe take a few other people out with you. You could right do this instead. That kind of lonely. Yeah. Please don't do that. Actually, yeah. I don't. I don't uh, endorse that this at is all. Tricky. Yeah. Please don't. Please don't do any of that. <laughs> no. No. Hey, folks. This is Anna Valenzuela and Dave Yates from the Twelve Questions Podcast. We host a show about all types of people recovering from life's curveballs. We ask unique and fun guests twelve questions to give listeners hope and inspiration. Whether you've got addiction problems, anger problems, or just plain old getting through the days that feel the same, we believe recovery isn't just for clean and sober people. So, if you're looking for a pick-me-up at the beginning of the week, tune into our show. New episodes released every Monday, available wherever you get your podcasts. And if you're out there and you're feeling lost, we've been there, and we just want to let you know, we love you. We love you. you! Let's talk about this next story, which, I mean, the Beirut explosion, obviously, huge tragedy. I feel like we devolved a little bit. It was bad. It was bad, though. Like, it was a bad thing. Uh, Armed protesters stormed the Michigan State Capitol because they wanted their herded. Remember that? Michigan, man. (laughs) Like, we could do a whole goddamn episode on Michigan and the fucking idiots that live in that state. I was always adamant that the Walking Dead spinoff should have taken place in Detroit. I would love that. Because then not only would we get to see zombies fight winter for once in a presumably realistic way. And I don't mean my dog. I mean the season. Actually, the first. But she's a good puppy. She would eat one of them. (laughs) 
That's like the first thing that happened in the comics also, by the way. Never mind. That's a, that's a separate thing. The winter? Yeah. yeah. See, yeah, that's that's going to fucking slow them down. It's but, also the cru- – they might not have done that because that was the crux of World War Z. Oh, yeah. That's like how they ended up turning the tide. I think really, it's also like expensive. In, in the, not the movie, but yeah. in the book. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it would also provide a satisfying conclusion to the story, which <laughs> The Walking Dead obviously has no interest in either. Yeah. Uh, but it would have it would have been interesting to see because Michigan has – like the second highest concentration of militia groups mm-hmm. in the United States behind California, I think. Yeah. Maybe Texas, but I think it's California. And it would have just been like they would have had to like all converge on Detroit and fight a common enemy. And then after the zombies were dead, then I wonder what would have happened. Right. Then we would have just had a second series where <laughs> everyone who fought yeah. off the zombies now is fighting each yeah. other in Detroit. Which then just becomes RoboCop. True. Yeah. True. I mean, okay. Yeah. Well, fine with that. I mean, I don't know if you've heard, but Detroit has a cancer, and the cancer is crime. So. (laughs) (laughs) That is the that is Terminator. Terminator. (laughs) Although I will tell you that uh, RoboCop's uh, operating unit is what led to the creation of Skynet in the uh, Dark Horse comics, RoboCop versus Terminator Cross. Wow. Thank God. I feel dumber for knowing. Don't try to out pop culture (laughs) me because it's not happening. Okay. I have several pieces of framed RoboCop art right next yeah. to me. And it looks like maybe so, yeah, in a RoboCop in a in a RoboCop trading yeah. card right here. Wow. So Michigan this year. Yes. They've been through some shit. Yeah. They, it all culminated in a plot to kidnap the governor. Yes. Another thing we That's, probably yeah. will just completely forget about. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Although it was one of the most insane things that has happened in the United States yeah. in general. But also they armed protesters stormed the state capitol and like there were literally people holding signs about how they wanted to get their hair cut yeah and how like there were like this i feel like this started because all these bored redneck soccer moms like their roots started showing (laughs) and they're like oh my god no yeah the black coming through the platinum yeah always classic yeah and that like these are the same people like i call michigan militiagan for a reason like these are (laughs) All these doomsday preppers who are like, we got enough water to last 25 years. And it's like, but you can't go three months without cutting your hair (laughs) before you're completely melting down and storming the state capitol. You are going to die day one when the apocalypse. They're going to take their hair. They're going to die in the (laughs) pre-apocalypse. I love when doomsday preppers stay in, in places with winter. Yeah. I'm always just like, hey, maybe you should move if you're going to be ready for doomsday. Like, maybe you should go to a place that's not going to kill you from exposure. Uh, right. Yeah. And 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 we and also they are going to take their uh, hairdressers into the bunkers with them. They will, they will be down there. That is that's the plan. I think that's a good plan. Yeah. The husbands will be doing that anyway. Hey. Wow. Know. Whoa. They try to because you know because they're barbarians. Yeah. I got it. <laughs> I got it. And yeah, the not a single one of these protesters was tear gassed. How crazy well, is that? I know, wild. They oh. got all in these cops' faces, and none of them were beaten. Yeah, it's almost as if cops are cowards and will not go up against anybody that is uh, properly. And armed. they're racist and don't care about white protesters. You think cops wouldn't have tear gassed Black Lives Matter protesters if they showed up at the state capitol with guns? No, I think it would have been totally I, chill. I don't think they would have. <laughs> I honestly don't think they would have because I I think somebody would there would have been a stand down moment if it was an entirely armed group of people protesting. uh, 
Yeah. I mean, how often were, were were the Black Panthers, when they would show up with guns, they enacted legislation about it and they murdered them in their homes, but they certainly didn't um, attack them when they were showing up with the weapons. Cause yeah, I mean, yeah. Aren't, you know. I, I I would say it's a slightly different situation now, especially when, it, when you think about how militaristic cops have become in the last 30, 40 years. I feel like they would be a lot braver because they are... Not brave. That's not the word. <laughs> but, you know, uh, <laughs> courageous, dangerous. They would be more dangerous because oh, okay. they have. A, I think unhinged. Yeah, yeah because they have uh, a ton of like they have tanks and fucking, uh, you know, bomb d- disposal vests and shit. And like they can like kid up enough that they uh, feel like their dick is big enough to handle that shit. I think if nothing else, the public perception in Michigan of the protest would have been radically different. Absolutely. If it was Black Lives Matter protesters carrying guns or if Black Lives Matter protesters showed up at vote counting centers yeah. with guns like Michigan would have been like, Meh. yeah, Trump lost. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Michigan, man. Yeah. Fuck Michigan. 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 When did Michigan become Maine? How about this, though? The favorite true crime podcast in Michigan. Pretty scary. Oh, Google it. Well, they- Google it. There was an article about each state's favorite. Wow. True crime podcast, and we win in Michigan. So I take it all back. Yeah. Congratulations, Michigan. And there's a lot of cool communities in Michigan. It's got a really large Muslim community. It's a it's it's a diverse state. It just happens to also be occupied by a large proportion of unhinged militias. I mean, I'm going to be honest here. You could say that about. I mean, any state that has like a city, yeah, Yeah. you can be like because like we were in fucking Omaha, yeah. And we were, we didn't see a white person for like three yeah. hours when we showed up in Omaha. And I was like, well, this is a surprise. I was not expecting yeah. this. Omaha is like, so yeah, great. Well, I love you, I Omaha. Fucking, I fucking loved Omaha. I want to go back. Yeah, but you're right. I was going to say the same thing. Yeah. If anywhere there's a metropolitan area, it's kind of like Sure. That. I mean, like, like yeah. there's lots. It's, but we're also getting into places like Dearborn and like other suburban communities that are like. You right. know, it's it. Yeah, I don't want to totally well, shit like, on It's Michigan. like saying Minnesota. Yeah. Like. It's like saying Minnesota is like, yeah, the Twin Cities are pretty diverse and have high Muslim sure. populations, but you wouldn't be like, you know, it's a diverse state is Minnesota. No, yeah, like, I, yeah, it's a different yeah, situation. Yeah, I get it, but I mean, you know, Detroit yeah. is, all, yeah, like there's just like a, I just feel like Michigan, it, yeah, it has its problems, and it's definitely, uh, like I said, home to a million crazy militia people uh, who are all super weird and dangerous, but, uh, but yeah. Those are the Muslims that you're talking about. Wow, wow. yeah, real yeah. nice. No, that you that, was, that was great. That was you that was a good one. Are so intolerant. Yeah. No, you got me. That was a good turn. I hate. I, took I, a yeah, good that's, turn. That's me. Take this out of context. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Canceled, uh, uh, Olivia. Uh, it's okay. Uh, I, I, you is I like that. I've, I'm the only one who hasn't been canceled oh, on this episode. Oh, we'll that's get great. to you. You were canceled years ago. <laughs> well, yeah, but not on this episode. Okay. Well, we'll get to you. Yeah. Hey, let's talk about another rip-roaring fun time thing that (laughs) happened in 2020. Michael Bloomberg came this close to being the Democratic nominee for president. I don't think he was ever close, but he spent money like someone who was really close. (laughs) This is is like, it's one of those things that's like a tragic comedy. Is it? This is, this is, yes. Yes, it is. Like, uh, because it's it's funny that he spent yeah. all this money without a fucking chance in no. hell of this happening. But it's also tragic because it shows 
how reckless and stupid people can be when they have that much money. Yeah. He spent $1 billion <laughs> running for president. He spent $1 billion just to stand on the stage and have a bunch of people make fun of him, essentially. Pretty much. Dude, he he has to have one of those um, humiliation yeah, fetishes. Be. Absolutely. Because, and if he does, by the way, he has not stopped coming <laughs> since March. <laughs> because this joke, he's such a fucking joke. Yeah. It was, it was so, it's so funny to watch him be so tone deaf and like to be like, I think I'm the voice of the future left. What? And it's like, you are a billionaire monster. He's, like see, everybody. I, I, I felt like you. he was campaigning kind of on the opposite of that. I felt yeah. like he was campaigning as, no, we're not going to be socialists. Yeah. Like we're going to oh, be what yeah. we are right now. And I'm like, I feel like he thought he was going to be like a smoother version of Trump where he's like, no, 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 no. no. I can run this yeah. country like a business. Or like a Ross Perot like, type. Yeah. <laughs> and we were like, hey, we already saw what happens when, <laughs> when people try that. Yeah. Uh, right. It's not good. I think it, he is one of the least charismatic politicians that I've ever seen in my life. It's kind of remarkable in that way. Like, he has no sense of how to be likable in any way on stage <laughs> at all. <laughs> he... He seems like a mannequin that came to life and was immediately given billions of dollars. <laughs> and he's just walking around like, I, I, I am now, the, I want president. And you're like, that's not how it works, yeah. mannequin. He spent as much money campaigning in Michigan as Flint needs to fix their water. <laughs> yeah. He could have just fixed the water in Flint Ugh. and ran away with the election. I, honestly, that would have been such a smart like political play. But yeah. no. Yeah. Would have been a better investment. It would have been better for your soul yeah. to invest yeah. the money that way in Michigan. Oh, I think he knows he's not going to escape hell. <laughs> of, well, of course. Yeah. So there, so there's like it's one of those things, too, where I always find it fascinating when, when 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 there are wealthy Christians and I'm like, oh, you don't read that book, huh? Yeah. Yeah. I saw a guy in a parking lot the other day. He had a sticker on his window that said, I miss Ronald Reagan. It's like, why don't you go to hell yeah, and look for him? Exactly. Fucking yeah. asshole. Aim better. And the guy was time. like 98, and I don't give a shit. I still. Oh hate yeah, him. no, absolutely. Oh yeah. Oh fuck, fuck, f fucking old people do not get immunity because they're fucking no. old, no. and instead they should be punished <laughs> for living that long without having to truly suffer. I gotta, I gotta <laughs> say, I agree with Jeff here, <laughs> in in every way. Yeah. Like fuck. The fact that people are like, don't be mean to old people. Nah. It's like fucking old people are the exact reason that yeah. it happened. And an old person is just a young person with wrinkly body. <laughs> Fuck you for telling yeah. me that I shouldn't rip apart somebody who was racist in the 60s just because it's now 2020. Fuck yep. that. I hope that person gets Alzheimer's and the last few years of their life are a nightmare. Yeah, it'd be cool. Yeah, if if you go back, there's a there's a documentary people should watch. It's on Showtime, and it's a four part documentary about Ronald and Nancy Reagan. I just watched it. And if you think he didn't run on some racist, divisive bullshit, oh, yeah, absolutely. Watch that documentary. He was Trump. Like he I, was just a smoother version of Trump because he I was honestly, an actor. I was watching that documentary and I'm like, oh, I'm so glad the last years of his life were bad. Yeah. After watching that, I was like, oh, so like the Alzheimer's thing, that was like karma, huh? Hey, let's talk about this next thing that happened. Okay. Eddie Van Halen died 
Yeah. Here's the thing. I'm sorry. I'm going to apologize in advance. I'm not a Van Halen fan. Yeah. So the segment is not going to get the reverence it probably deserves. <laughs> Has anything this episode gotten the reverence it deserves? Nope. So, not a single we thing go. that we've talked about. Eddie Van Halen is a fantastic character. He's a character, by the way, in, in, in sort of pop culture, because he got this weird, like, creepy messiah-ish kind of complex towards the end of his career as he got older. And that's like, I love seeing that in rock stars. <laughs> I love seeing them really let, let the PR get to their heads after a while. And what do you mean by end of his career? Or like, excuse me, end of his, like in the later years of his life, in okay. the past two decades. Um, Cause I oh. remember hearing stories where people were like, Eddie Van Halen was at a restaurant and he like walked up to a table and stuck his fingers in somebody's water glass and says, your water's been blessed by Eddie Van Halen and walked out. <laughs> and I'd be like, oh man. That, and that's not the specific Messiah complex aspect that I'm yeah. talking about, but I've heard a lot of stories like that. And that is so funny. That to is me, good. That it's just like some, some 20 something who's never listened <laughs> to Van Halen and some fucking, some skeleton in a fright wig comes up yeah. to you and sticks his old fucking calloused finger into his into your water and it's just like you've been blessed by this person you've never heard of the, that's so fucking funny to me who the fuck is yeah, Ellen the, the, van halen i don't even know who that guy is the defining van halen story for me uh, because i'm a huge nirvana fan kurt cobain told the story in an interview about the time eddie van halen showed up backstage at a nirvana concert in los angeles and he was of course like shit faced like completely fucking hammered and he's begging to come on stage and jam with them and kurt cobain's like man you're fucking so drunk like i also don't fucking care about van halen but also you're really drunk it's just funny thinking of kurt cobain like being a fucking heroine just being like you are way too gone you're you're, you're too fucked up man (laughs) so come on this stage yeah that's how drunk eddie van halen was and he was a he was like begging to jam with Nirvana and Kurt Cobain is like, we don't have any extra guitars, which is the, uh, an obvious lie, but the exact kind of lie someone that drunk is going to believe. So then he points at Pat smear and goes, let me use the Mexican guy's guitar. Uh. And Pat smear, like his mom is black and his dad is like a German Jewish immigrant. So, wow. Uh, that said, I'll wait by Van Halen. That is a, that's a banger forever. It's like the I mean, only Van Halen song I care about. I'll put this out there that uh, Eddie Van Halen was a talented yeah. man. He was very I, talented. I yeah. like a, I like yeah. a, I like a few Van Halen songs. You know, like they they got they got a few good jams, but they've never been a go to uh, for me. But uh, he was a really talented guitarist. Mm-hmm. So. I would say that uh, right now the Van oh, Halen sure, yeah. is a pretty good song. As oh. much as I know it's been overused in Crystal yeah, Pepsi I mean, ads. I, I ha- it doesn't matter to me. It's still a good song. I don't. I don't care how many people talk shit on it or or, or say it's passe. It's a fucking. Yeah, I have, good a, song. I have a nostalgic <sighs> attachment to it because I was a kid when it. Yeah, me, but I just I, I think the whole Van Hagar era is kind yeah. of like it's all Pepsi commercials, yeah, and that's I why I hate it. Look, I'm not saying I listen to their music. I'm saying that song. Yeah, fucks. they've got it. That's all. They've I'm got saying. a track on the Twister soundtrack, and I loved Twister when I was a kid. So, like, I that was I was a song I knew Ooh. by them. I can't remember the name now, but uh, I'm actually a big Gary Sharon Van Halen fan. I mean, who's not? 
That's vintage Van, Van Halen. Van Halen you know? three. Are you kidding me? Long, long way <laughs> yeah. down. That, Sign me up. That that was the song. Long way down. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Eddie Van Halen. Like you'll you'll remember Eddie Van Halen died in 2020 when he comes up in conversation five years from yeah. now, and people are like, "Didn't he, yeah, die? he died sometime?" Right? And you're like, "No, you're, you're like, no, I don't think he died. I think he's still alive." <laughs> and then one of you Whalen, Google you know? it. And then that's how you'll find out Eddie Van Halen yeah. died in 2020. Huh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah that was, like, they said that on that podcast. Oh, yeah, I guess he did. That's like, it's like talking about like Chris Cornell or Scott Weiland, and you're like, oh, it's too bad they died. And you're like, oh, yeah, they died. Yeah. Yeah. I'll never forget Chris Cornell. Scott Weiland. See, I, I love Scott Weiland. I thought Scott Weiland was. I great. like them both, but right. I, I, I did like, I, I, I was a fan of Chris Cornell's, uh, especially, I loved his solo album that was produced by Timbaland. <laughs> it's just one of the I most interesting that... cultural artifacts, I think. <laughs> fascinating I, to me. There's an God. interview that um, came out, and I think it was with Eddie Vedder. And this was like even before Chris Cornell had passed. And basically, the conceit of it was Eddie Vedder saying, Oh, Soundgarden is the best band that came out of the Seattle. He's like, No, 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 they're yeah. the best. It's just that they were a little too much for what America was ready for at the time. And so they got kind of glossed over a little bit. He's like, but they are by far the best band that came out of that. And that was interesting to hear yeah. uh, Eddie Vedder say. It's an interesting perspective. Yeah. I don't know if I agree. And he's the but best vocalist I, by yeah, far. He's great. I love. Yeah. Saturday. I think there's, there's always a, a distinction between like technically proficient <clears throat> and being just the best band. Like, in terms of musicians, I don't think anyone could fuck with Soundgarden. Yeah. Like they were, they were supremely talented musicians. That, that voice, mm. man. Yeah, he had a great voice, but it's also to me, it was all things I had heard before. Nirvana was all things that had been done before, also. Yeah. But that was a lot of stuff I'd never been exposed to. I've heard cock rock before, and that's kind of what Soundgarden was. They were like a stadium rock band. Soundgarden was an evolution of something like that. Like, if you were going to be like, what if we took Quiet Riot and made it alt rock and made it it have better vocals and be clearer and and have better lyrics? It was like jock rock for weirdos. But I like, like, you know. Yeah. Yeah. but, But like his Chris Cornell's voice. Yeah. was so fucking powerful and it's like it kind of remind like how often do you get like a successful person at that pitch yeah you know like the way chris cornell was and man boy do i love temple of the dog yeah that fucking hunger strike song <laughs> yeah it's a good song yeah. having eddie vetter mumble his lyrics while chris cornell goes high and it's like oh there's nobody in the middle yeah. here there's like there's nobody getting that in the middle in this song. It is just two very wonderful extremes, and I am here for it. Yeah. Yeah, I I mostly, looking back, like, I, I pretend like I was way into the grunge era, but I wasn't. Like, <laughs> I liked a few of those Seattle bands. Like, I like, aside from Nirvana, I think my favorite Seattle band is Mud Honey, because Mud Honey, to me, represents what I'm looking for from a Seattle band, which is chaos. Yeah. And everything just barely being held together. I like that. Like, that's what I think of when I think of Seattle. Like, Soundgarden was a good band that probably should have been somewhere else. Like, they should have been in California. Yeah, they sound like an L.A. band, for sure. But, um, 
yeah, like it's funny because Black Hole Sun is a song I very much did not like. Um, But there's a couple of songs that came out uh, of that era that I uh, that I fucked with, even if I didn't really understand what they were like Spoon Man. (laughs) I didn't understand what Spoon Man was about when I was fucking, I don't know, 11. But man, I fucking I liked that song. I liked the way it sounded. Yeah. Anyway, rest in peace, Eddie Van Halen. (laughs) Famed guitarist of uh, Of Soundgarden. Soundgarden. So we got two stories to get through real quick. Uh, There was a plague of locusts in Africa, (laughs) like a biblical style plague of locusts in Africa with everything else happening in the world. God sent the locusts to Africa also. Yeah. This is like... I mean, I don't know what else to say. Like, yeah. a bunch of frogs. I mean, there's, it a happened. Reason, there's a reason that a group of locusts is called a plague. Yeah. There's a yeah. reason for that, you know? They just like, show you, up and eat everything. And we know, what do we know about Africa? They got some food security issues. Oh, yeah. You know, it's it's funny because, like, you know, a murder of crows. And everybody's like, ooh, that sounds so sinister. But, like, crows aren't going to fucking murder huh? you. But a plague of locusts is a literal plague. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it's you go outside and you look up and the sky is just bugs. Yeah, it's it's wild. And also everything in front of you and around and you is bugs. You can get like a citronella candle. Everything is just getting eaten. <laughs> Imagine just light a citronella candle while just yeah. fucking plague of locusts just smashes into what? your face while you're sitting what around if that outside would work, trying to though? grill. I mean, who, how, did they try Put it? Tiki torches out. Yeah, big citronella tor- little tiki torch. How- Spraying some off. <laughs> yeah, oh, they should have sent those Charlottesville guys out to out to Africa <laughs> with all those tiki torches. Send them back to Africa where they came from. <laughs> yeah, actually, please don't. <laughs> please don't what? send white people go, from Virginia to what Africa. What would go wrong with that? Anything. I don't understand. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna. I- I'm going to do a hard disagree that putting all those white Virginia guys in <laughs> Africa could change a perspective pretty quick. <laughs> but yeah, that's what locusts yeah, do. They, they show suck. up and they eat everything. And this was so bad by mid 2020, the UN said if the locusts stayed on their current path, they could pose a threat to the livelihoods of 10% of the world's population. Jesus. That is a whole lot We're of people a lot of that will be impacted by really this. Really big percentages. Read the room, locusts. A lot of a lot of big percentages going on uh, in the world these days, like with bad things attached, like percents of the world population getting destroyed, <laughs> like very bad. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, bet, I bet those locusts weren't even wearing masks. Wow, probably not. Cancel. Fucking gotta go after them. Locusts canceled. <laughs> yeah, no more. Oh, hey, it out. Oh, hey, speaking of canceled, let's talk about this last thing, which I think we can all agree was the biggest yeah, disaster of equal importance to the plague in Africa. <laughs> Yes, that is Quibi. Did anyone no. even download Quibi once? Nope. No, nope. Like it's just, it's they're quick bites. It's just such a bad idea. Yeah. yeah, I think they missed. They really misjudged how much people want to watch movies and TV type stuff on their Absolutely. phone. Like if I'm watching a video on my phone and it's like four minutes plus, I'm like I'm gonna fucking email that to myself and watch it later that's way too much i don't have headphones right now it's gonna bother people around me and like they launched at a bad time like you can't launch quibi and tiktok at the same time it's like what how's your attention span do you want 14 minute videos or 60 second (laughs) videos the kids are going to take those 60 second videos as would most of the comedians i know because Uh, no one can pay attention to anything 
and it's like beyond that too like quibi was like you can only access this on your phone mm -hmm. And Big they also mistake. were like, you can like it, it. It's like angled differently. Like you see different shit the way you angle. Like you could see it like widescreen stuff. Oh, it's like really? that doesn't sound good at yeah. all. No, I thought that sounded interesting. Yeah. Just not interesting enough to download <laughs> right. Quibi. That was a Steven Soderbergh movie. Yeah, like that would have been. I thought that yeah. would have been maybe cool. But now you can't even watch no. that shit unless. Less Sodes put it up on his he, website or he something. He probably I no idea. will. I mean, he's always doing weird little experiments like that. You know, he loves to play around with format and that sort of thing. But yeah. And this, wh whose idea was this again? It was like, like Jeffrey Katzenberg. Like, yeah. That's it was Katzenberg it was. and Katzenberg. some like uh, venture capitalist, like some lady who like yeah. just has a ton of money. Man, let me tell you, Katzenberg has gotten by on a lot of goodwill. Because that dude, you know, like when he did DreamWorks and he was like, he had all these lofty plans for it and they did pretty yeah. well. And still they ended up losing half their company. Yeah, they did. It's yeah. Uh, he, I met I that was, dude once uh, when I was a mommy dude. blogger. There's a photo of me with, with him somewhere. Huh. I don't care about it. I mean, but back when I was a mommy blogger and I was reviewing um, uh, Peabody and Sherman. Oh, sure. We got to go to the, which by the way, great movie. Very good. Okay. Uh, we got to go to the DreamWorks campus, and then he fucking showed up, and everyone was losing their mind. And I was like, I don't, "What'd you do?" Like, I don't care. I'm like he's you a know, billionaire. I'm like that doesn't help. Well, me. I mean, he you know who I met and regret not taking a picture with David Geffen. Oh, like mm -hmm. when are you going to see David Geffen? <laughs> I went to the the Virgin Music Festival in 2013. First time I saw Portugal the Man perform live, and uh, I was there on like a press thing too. So we got to hang out in these like restricted areas. Fucking David Geffen just came yeah. walking by. Jesus Christ. That's cool. Great. Yeah. I mean, you probably. Quibi. Yeah. J David Geffen had nothing to do with Quibi, and that's why we respect him. Still. Yeah, absolutely. Do we? Do we still respect him? No, I don't know. Did he, did he do I don't know about bad? that. Like, I feel like he's it's probably. like I've been paying attention. Um, yeah, who knows? <laughs> so he's probably yeah, fine. I'm sure he's good. Anything that poises itself as being, like, the next big thing yeah. without having, like, a really solid base and limiting itself in the way that Quibi mm -hmm. did, it's fuck. It was doomed, man. Yeah, especially for like money. Like I thought, I, I was not aware that it had a subscription fee, and uh, Same. that is a step too far. Like if I had any interest in watching stuff on Quibi, uh, a subscription fee would have stopped me in my tracks. Yeah, and and like. <laughs> It's funny because everyone's like, oh, revisionist, you know, everybody's hindsight is twenty twenty. It's like, no, we all knew this was going to fail when they announced yeah. it. We were like, this is a bad idea. And they're like, yeah, yeah but Christoph Waltz is in a show. And we're like, I, I got it fucking Inglorious Bastards is on Netflix. I remember I would see I would yeah. see friends, you know, talented people uh, make announcements on Twitter about like getting hired to write for Quibi. And I would just feel so bad because I'm like, there's no way that that's lasting for very long it there's no way it lasts like i can't imagine that yeah. thing sticking around that that is a that's a resume that's a resume absolutely I, and i'm happy you know, for that's... them to have the opportunities obviously yeah. like i'm i'm happy for them but it just yeah. i'm not oh well there are they allowed i i wonder if they're allowed to if they did something on quibi if they're allowed to like post it somewhere I now because be... the app is completely yeah. inoperable and like what that reminds me of is I know a few people who had specials on CISO. Yeah, yeah, it was similar. And like, yeah. can you still watch those? Like, can you put them on your website or just like, yeah. do you just have to like, like, can you just say, yeah, I had a special on CISO. You can't watch yeah, it you anymore. Can't prove this. Like, yeah. I have stuff. 
I have stuff I wrote for Playboy that I'm very, very proud of that just doesn't exist on the internet anymore. And I didn't archive it. So I can't like even, I can say I wrote it, but I can't show it to anyone. I I have a couple of websites that I wrote for that geek website, Vimes, that was like hiring me to write a monthly, um, a monthly article. And I had like two and another one like riled up and then they just fucking folded. And I'm like, am I allowed to publish this? I still have the article. I mean, if they folded, you're allowed to publish it. Yeah. Well, yeah, but I, I just didn't like I didn't I, do it. I just didn't save anything because I like I wrote so many fucking yeah. columns. I'm not going to I'm not thinking ahead far <laughs> enough to save that shit. Yeah. So who knows? Yeah, who knows? So I don't know if you can even watch Quibi anymore. It was the phone thing yeah. for me. Like once I heard yeah. you can only watch it on the phone, I was like, Absolutely. I'm out. And R-I-P. by the time by the time they ended, they had apps that worked on like Roku and all that and you could use it with Chromecast yeah. but by then it was too late like that blew it. that phones only and I also didn't realize until we researched this that you had to pay for it no matter yeah, what that's wild like that's a dumb launch strategy yeah. like you need to make it ad supported and then pay to remove ads but even then like CBS all access does fine and that you have to pay for that no matter what even um, if there's ads uh, it's one of those things too, where uh, I think it's what happens when billionaires are given a plan for like what regular people think and need and will require. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like, oh, everybody, you know, what's four ninety nine a month? It's like, well, nothing when you're right. you, but uh, regular people have to pick and choose, or we just steal. at the same time. I'm- yeah, or yeah, I'm sure it was hard to get advertisers for this, also though, because it is so weirdly structured where everything's so short and on your phone yeah yeah uh the and it it launched at the same time as hbo max and disney plus like then then you're asking people to spend a lot more money if they want all of that they're gonna choose and they're not gonna choose fucking Uh, yeah disney plus showing up and just being like that is adorable but do you want to watch this 70s movie you forgot (laughs) about and we're like i absolutely do Take my money, own everything, because I'm going to watch the fucking Watcher in the Woods, because uh, I have to. The the only thing that was on Quibi that I had any interest in watching, uh, other than the Soderbergh thing, which hopefully will come up at some point, but... Is it the gold Yeah, I was kind of curious about <laughs> I knew the, the Sam Raimi short about the lady with the golden arm. I kind of want to watch that. Yeah. I just am curious, because I love Sam Raimi, and so I just want to know what, what the deal is with that. Yeah. For me, yeah. it was there's actually there's a show on there that was really uh, critically like the critics fucking loved it. And it was about a standoff between uh, like a, a younger black dude and the police. And it like got rave reviews. And every time I would see the trailer, like I would I would see it and then forget about it. And then I would see the trailer on TV again and I would watch the trailer and I'm like, man, this looks really good. This looks really good. And then at the end, it would be like only on Quibi. And I'm like, oh, well, I'm never going to fucking see it. Like, like I have no, I'm definitely not. Because even then I was like, I got to watch it on my phone. I'm not going to watch it on my phone. Get out of here. Probably all go up on YouTube at some point in the future. I'm imagining. It would be smart of them. Yeah. Hopefully. And you got just to watch the Soderbergh thing. You have to turn your monitor (laughs) to the side. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. I'm into that. Got to so, have a little upper body yeah. strength to watch this. Or like sode. a TV that's mounted on like a like a pivot. Yeah, you know, that'd be cool. 
Katzenberg reportedly looked to sell the platform's original shows and short films to Apple, Warner Media, and Facebook without any avail earlier this year. <laughs> no Oof. kidding. No avail at all? Over the coming months, we will be working hard to find buyers for these valuable assets who can leverage them to their full potential. I mean, not that valuable. <laughs> yeah, how about make them the length of an actual show and let me watch it on yeah. television? Yeah. Because I, I also, whenever I see a series, like if I'm scrolling to find something, and I see that the episodes are all like eight minutes long, I'm like, mm, yeah, I don't care see, about that. I wouldn't mind 10-minute episodes because I fucking, I grew up on, not grew up, but like, I watched all the Adult Swim sure. shit, and most of those shows were twelve minutes yeah. long. That's fine. You know, yeah. they were like Aqua Teen Hunger yeah. Force and and shit like that. that, that those, those were fifteen yeah. minutes with ten minutes are good. So but... I don't mind. I don't mind ten minutes. What I mind is having to fucking turn into a goddamn Mister Burns yeah. huddled over my phone and getting fucking scoliosis because I'm trying to get creative. Yeah, it was watching something on just, my phone. Just Fuck a that. real mystery to the market. Just yeah. No, no one's interested in this shit. Rest in peace, Katzenberg. Sure. He, he, I think he's alive. Chris Kornatzenberg. That was part of his deal. Oh, if it failed, if he oh had wow, to be, I didn't know that. That's to tough. That is, that's a tough yeah. contract. I would have had my agent look at that. But what a brave yeah, man! That's what true. a brave man for going out that way. There you are know? no brave billionaires. Wow. Oh, good that's point. True. Good point. That is yeah. true. How dare you? How dare you give a billionaire a compliment? <laughs> Uh, the thing that I was surprised was not that you didn't have on the list was, and we, we I talked about it a little bit before we started recording, was what kicked off the year was the U.S. assassination of Qasim Soleimani, Soleimani uh, yeah. which for a second there looked like it might start World War III and has gotten totally forgotten as the year has progressed. Yeah, I think it's it's come back up because that nuclear scientist just got assassinated right, in yeah. Iran also. And have you heard the accounts of how that allegedly no. happened? Apparently, he was driving in this motorcade, and they heard something that prompted them to get uh -huh. out and, like, look at what was happening with the car. And when they got out, a remote-controlled machine gun mounted in a Nissan parked 150 yards away started firing at them for three solid Jesus. minutes. And then after it was done firing, it blew up. Man. That is, that is Are we sure fu that's fucking insane, man. That is a that's Walter are White. Are we shit are we right sure there. that wasn't just the opening to the new Mission Impossible movie that's shooting right now? That could have been that. We should check. <gasps> no, that's just Tom Cruise screaming at people <laughs> yeah. about COVID regulations. Tom Cruise is a hundred percent correct. Is, is. And any of my friends that tweeted that an employer shouldn't yell at their employees are fucking soft yeah. and need to reevaluate how they I, I think shit. I think the biggest star on the set shouldn't scream at his crew unless his crew are threatening the lives of everyone working on the movie and everyone around them i think maybe that's an Doing appropriate that time it's like running at. around with a gun yeah it's like running around on yeah. set with a gun like, and then if they're like oh, it's not loaded it's like i don't fucking know that it's not loaded but i don't feel comfortable with you having it on fucking yeah. set that's a bonus tom cruise that's was a right. bonus thing that everyone will forget happened in 2020 like that yeah yeah so. and both of these assassinations of course, yeah people it's fucking will wild forget like, about I, I just but yeah. every time someone mentions them I'm gonna tell that story about the Nissan. Yeah, it's crazy. But and, and there's like there's like some some debate as to whether that's exactly how it happened. But I was watching this one news report about that, 
And they were like, well, there's some contention as to whether that's exactly how it went down. The remote-controlled Nissan with the machine gun was definitely there. And I'm like, that's all I need to hear. Yeah. That's all. That's it. That's all I need to hear. But Good it didn't fire for there's three this. minutes. It fired for four. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was going to say, did the barrel fucking melt if it was firing how many for three minutes, by was the way? the car just full of bullets? <laughs> like, like, how does that happen? Probably. Like, usually those fucking... Like the heat from that yeah. would have fucking melted. So I wonder how they did. Good for yeah, them. Good, yeah, yeah, good think, for them. Good for you. you I know mean, why it was we, probably for, one of those like barrel right, guns where there's just yeah. like it the just minigun, yeah. rotates. Yeah. Um. Uh. Funny story. <laughs> uh. The reason that we're gonna forget about this is because all of the news footage of these assassinations. Quibby. Oh. Yeah, you know, but that yeah. was a big get They're for Cats. Quibi Bird. had exclusive yeah, that was rights big for them, and then Eddie Van Halen was going to host a whole yeah, thing about it. That's true. <laughs> yeah, it's too. What, so you know what might have been? Who knows? I I'm not going to lie. I wouldn't mind seeing that Nissan machine gun footage with a sick Eddie Van Halen <laughs> solo underneath it. Oh, just fucking ain't talking about love, riffing yeah. over it. Yeah, Panama. That's what would have saved Quibi. They gave up too soon. If you just held on just a little bit longer, Quibby, then you would have been a bigger colossal yeah, failure. Um, yeah, but rest in peace to you too, no. Quibby. My uh, my big thing this year of like the 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 big tragedies that people forget uh, here is where it comes down to is a uh, bloodshot in theaters. Uh, it's the last movie I saw. It was theaters. also the last I movie I be... saw in theaters. I liked it. I thought it was fun. I don't want that to be the story. No. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I saw I saw one article that was talking about the movies that were in theaters in January and yeah. February, and it's like Sonic the yeah. Hedgehog, all this I, terrible yeah. shit. We were risking our lives. I actually over. did go to see Tenet at a at a drive-in, so that was tech. That's actually now the last movie I saw in theaters. That's a drive-in though. That's not a theater. It, it was good. Yeah. It was fun. I had, a, I had a good time. It's hard. We don't disagree it's with a, that. It's we're a long movie. It's a theater. It's, it's a tough toughie for a, dri- a drive-in though. Yeah, I might, I might rent it. I it's pretty, know. it's pretty good. It's you know, it's not like, the best, but it's, it's pretty fun. I'm gonna watch Jeff, it on my phone. Jeff, Olivia, more like rent it. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, oh shit! How, how will he ever come oh. back from that? Ah, I mean, the podcast you, is clearly yeah, over. That's it. Like, how did? How would you possibly do that? You? Yeah, that is nightmare. that is the ending of this podcast. <laughs> uh, thank you both for joining me. Do we have anything to plug? Before we get out of here, Olivia? Uh, not, not really. You can follow me on Twitter at hi there, hi dar. Uh Other than that, not really a lot going on at the moment. I'm, I'm working on a few things. I got a thing, some some things cooking up. We'll see what happens. Jeff? Um, I do other shows sometimes. It's not like a big deal. But if you want to check out Sideshow Sideshow every other Tuesday on Sideshow Collectibles, you can do that as well as Unsealed and Revealed every Tuesday at 10 a.m. live Pacific Standard Time on Sideshow Collectibles on their YouTube page. You can also check out Tom and Jeff Watch Batman. What's that about? Uh, you know what? Sports. Wow. Yeah. Makes it really. Oh, wow. Because you don't even like sports. No, you don't even like sports. It's a whole thing. Uh, we don't. And even then, of like course, uh, you can check out uh, Tom and Jeff watch Batman on Gamefully Unemployed. And of course, you don't even like sports. The sports podcast for people like Adam who don't like sports, and that is available on the Unpops Network. So get on that shit. And I should mention there are also free episodes of that podcast out there that you can get. There's lots of bonus episodes sure. if you subscribe. But the first season, which is about Dennis Rodman, is all out and open to the public. Yeah. And the second season, about Tony Stewart. Aside from the bonus episodes, you can go, and I encourage yeah. you to go listen to them because it's a 
great podcast and I love doing it. And I, I consider, love hosting it with Jeff. I consider Jose Cast to be technically our first season. Hmm. Yeah, but it's not available. It's like a, I mean, it, you can buy it. But. You should probably buy Jose Cast. That's like, honestly, it's one of the shows I'm most yeah. proud of. It was it was lots of fun. I get I st- I get messages about that. We we did it like over a year ago, and I still yeah. get messages about it from people that are just like, "I finally heard it. It's so good." That's what I want to plug. Go listen to you. Don't even watch sports. <laughs> we just put up uh, the first episode of season three. Went up last week. It's about uh, soccer match that started the Croatian War for Independence. Wow. Ooh, good yeah. times. Bit exciting, and isn't it? So exciting. Oh yeah! Uh, it's about as follow me on Twitter we... at Adam Todd Brown or on Instagram at Adam Todd Brown. Oh yeah, I'm on those. And that's it. Let's get out of here. Olivia, bye. say goodbye. Jeff, say goodbye. Bye. Happy holidays. <laughs> goodbye, everybody. We love you. Who's the good goodbye? Who's the good goodbye? <laughs> and as the sun sets and the pale moon rises over the sleepy town of Anatevka, the butcher hunts his prey. <laughs>